Welcome to Stu's EV Universe, where you can find anything and everything electric vehicle. Today I have the pleasure of having Ed Fessler on. Uh, Ed is a member of Evolve KY, and it's always a pleasure to talk to members of Evolve here on my podcast. And um, I think I met you, Ed, first, I believe, at a ride and drive event uh, that we had at a local Whole Foods store, uh, probably during Drive Electric Week. Yeah. And you brought out your just a shiny red uh, <laughs> Tesla Model 3. I think it was pretty much brand new at that point. Yeah. You, were, you were nice enough to show that off. Uh, but today, we're not going to be talking about uh, anything with four wheels. Uh, we're going to be talking about something with two wheels, and which I'm really, really excited about. So can you tell me, um, we're talking about off-road bike racing. And can you tell me a little bit about how and when you got interested in uh, the sport and uh you know, just a little bit of background before we dive into what makes uh, what you're doing so unique. Uh, yeah, and uh, thanks for having me on the show, Stuart. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it and happy to be here. Um, I've been racing off-road motorcycles uh, on and off for ever since I was uh, in the late teens. So, uh, you know, I've been doing uh, what they used to call hair scramble racing, which is now, I think they're calling it cross-country racing which is a little bit more descriptive of, of what it is. So it's just a, a race through the woods. And, uh, you know, typically it's about an hour and a half to two and a half hours long. And they have a course anywhere from like three to 12 miles long. And uh, they wave the flag. You go by row by row by row with different classes. And you run around the course for a couple hours. And whoever's at the head at the end wins. Right. Now, um why? I mean, uh, what what was it about this that kind of was calling out to you? Uh, just the racing in general. Yeah. Uh, just just fun. I like riding off road motorcycles through trails and uh, okay. enjoy the the woods and the nature and everything. And uh, you know, and you know, speed is fun. You know, going up hills, down creeks, down trails. Right. Uh, you know, who does? What uh, what teenage boy does not like to ride on an off-road motorcycle? There you go. There you go. Now, what you're doing that is different is um, you have your your bike is electric. Um, now, when did you get um, your bike, and what kind of electric bike do you have? Well, you know, I I you know made the plunge with the uh, Tesla Model Three with the uh, electric car. You know, I've always had my you know race bike, uh, off-road race bike, and I thought, well, you know. They ever come out with a an electric off road motorcycle that uh, I could I could use? You know, I, I would be interested in it, and you know, pr- preferably one that will last through a two hour hair scramble. Uh, and and there have been various ones. Uh, you know, Alta had a, a off road motorcycle for a while. They intended it to be used for motocross. Uh, unfortunately, they went out of business. Um, but it, it would not make it through a full hair scramble. Uh, the battery it had a pretty good size battery on it, but uh, probably would only last an hour, uh, maybe an hour and a half or so of, of racing. Uh, so it wouldn't really do exactly what I wanted. Uh, so I was just looking around for different motorcycles. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot to pick from. There still isn't a whole lot. Uh, but, you know, I found uh, the KTM Freeride EXE. And uh, I just thought, hmm, this is interesting and read up about it. And, you know, I thought, 
can I make this, you know, can I get this to last, you know, two hours or two and a half hours uh, or one and a half hours, depending on how long it is, uh, through a whole uh, cross-country race. Now, how expensive is a bike like that? They're they're not cheap, are they? Um, You know, they're not that much different than what a gas uh, race bike is, oddly enough. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty comparable. You know, you're looking at uh, probably ten to twelve thousand dollars either way. Okay. And do you have one bike or do you have a spare? Um, well, I I've got you know a, a couple play gas bikes uh, that are just for beginners, and I also have my gas race bike. And for the electric bike, it has a removable battery. So one battery on on this KTM Freeride will last. About an hour, a little over an hour, probably at race speeds. Uh, so I really needed at least two batteries. So instead of buying the motorcycle and buying an extra battery, the battery was you know forty percent the cost of the motorcycle. Hmm. So I thought, well, I'll just buy a whole another motorcycle. So I actually have two of these electric motorcycles, and when I go racing, I just pull one of the batteries out of the the second one. Uh, and bring it to the race with me with one motorcycle. Now, uh, I guess what are the pros and cons of an electric dirt bike compared to what you were using before? Is it uh, do you have an advantage by by using electric? Uh, well, there are certain advantages uh, on the starting line. For one, uh, yeah, cross country races are a dead engine start, so basically everybody, you know, all the engines are quiet. Uh, they take the flag and they wave it, and then you've got to start your motorcycle, which may be kickstart or electric start, and then you've got to take off. Uh, so with the electric bike, that that does have an adv- inherent advantage on the start. You know, there's various advantages, uh, maintenance advantages to it. Uh, there's no air filters to clean, uh, which is a very dirty job because they're, the, they're foam filters and they're saturated with oil to catch the dirt. So it's a very messy job to, to clean and clean those and re-oil them. Uh, And of course, you don't have the engine components for maintenance. But on the track, one of the big advantages is that you don't have to fool with a clutch or gears. So on a regular gas motorcycle, you would have on the right hand, you would have the throttle and front brake. On the left hand, you would have the clutch. On the right foot, you would have the rear brake. And on the left foot, you would have the gear shifter. But on an electric motorcycle, uh, at least the one I have is configured. The, the right hand's the same with the uh, accelerator and the front brake. The left hand does not have a clutch. It has the rear brake. And then both feet are free of control. So there's no foot brake on the rear, on the right foot, or shifter on the left foot. So that enables you when you're riding or racing. Uh, normally, when you're riding a gas bike, you've got to operate that brake and that gear shifter. And when you're going through the woods, you know, think about like a surfer, you know, when you're going up the waves and down the waves and, and you're, you're, it's all balance. You know, you're, you're turning the surfboard, you're, you're, you know, balancing on the thing to get it to do what you want to do. Well, you've got to do the same thing with a motorcycle. And when you have a rear brake uh, on the right foot and a shifter on the left, you've got to take your left foot and get it above the shifter or below the shifter, depending on if you're gearing up or gearing down. You've got to shift your weight to get your foot in the right position to operate those controls. Well, with an electric bike, you don't have to do that. You just weight the pegs by what you want to do to ride. Uh, and it's it's also very important on off-road riding to keep your feet on the pegs as much as possible. 
so it's it's easier to do that uh, with this control setup. So you said there's uh, about an hour before you need to swap out the battery? Yeah. Now, does it give you a warning? Is there some sort of gauge or how do you know, uh, how do you time that? And, and do you pull over? I mean, are the gas uh, bikes, do, do they need to refuel or they're all set? Um, it depends on the gas bike. Some gas bikes uh, have a really large tank, so they don't have to refuel. Okay. Some of them do have to refuel, so they will have to stop and, and gas up their bikes. Um, but on the on free ride, there's uh, first of all, there's uh, you can control the power level. So there's power levels one, two, and three. I of course ride in level three. And then in addition to that, there's a kind of a gauge. There's LEDs. Uh, so the there's a set of them. So there's a green LED, another green, another green, and then another one that goes yellow, red, flashing red. So uh, as those LEDs go out. Uh, you can tell how much power you've got left. So the first LED is basically 30% of the battery. The next one, when it goes out, it's 20%. The next one's 20%. And then the last one goes from yellow to red to flashing red, which is basically 10% at each stage. Okay. So so basically what I have to do is uh, make the first lap on the course, which could be anywhere from like three to nine miles, most likely, uh, see how long the course is, look at my gauge and say, okay, I've done this many miles. I'm going to guess that I'm going to make, uh, three laps, or I'm going to guess that I'm going to make five laps. Uh, and then I'm going to stop at the pits and swap my battery out. Okay. Now, um, what has been the reaction from the other racers? Um, I imagine this is probably a sport where something like this, uh, maybe not everybody is going to be uh, embracing this? I mean, what what have the other <laughs> riders, uh, what have been the reactions? Um, you know, it's mostly positive. You know, I get a lot of people coming up. It's like, ooh, I've never seen one of these. And, you know, they ask me all kinds of questions about it and uh, and so on and so on. And I'm sure there are some that, you know, really don't care for it that much. But, uh, you know, I don't hear from them as much. Uh, so, you know, I think it's mostly positive. People are very curious about it. Uh, you know, how, how far will it go? You know, how long will it ride? Uh, you know, what do you have to do to swap the battery? Uh, stuff like that. And there's been no, like you, you, you can't ride in this race because of that, or, uh, it's all been very friendly as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Um, you know, that I definitely have an advantage on the start. I guess if somebody really wanted to protest, you know, if, if you wanted to nitpick, you could probably protest on that, uh, so, but, you know, nobody has, I don't think that anybody, you know, it's a, it's a two hour race. If I get ahead of you, I can have a little advantage there. You've got two hours to pass me. So I don't think most yeah. people are overly concerned with it. Well, with all electric vehicles, you have that instant torque, uh, you know, and that's, uh, yeah, that gives you, uh, a little bit of space in the beginning. So, uh, yeah. how, how, how have you done since, uh, in the races, since you started with the electric bike? Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. I, you know, I, I was out of it for quite a while. Uh, my back wasn't too good. So, you know, my back finally improved and I went to a race to, to watch one. And I thought, oh, this would be fun. I need to bring my bike out and enter the race. And I'm just going to ride around the course and look at the course, you know, just just to ride. And uh, then I ended up getting the electric bike. And uh, so I entered the race and got on the electric bike and took off and got the whole shot. Uh, you know, I was the first one in the first turn. It started going like heck, 
you know, heck with, you know, you think you're just going to kind of cruise and check everything out, but then, you know, you're, you're in first place. So then you've got to really go. And I ended up winning the race and I thought, well, crap, that there goes my plan of just uh, trail riding and see what the course is like. Now I've got a race and I've got to, I've got to like, like put some effort into it. So, right. <laughs> well, you're, you, you, you mentioned your back, like, um, I went onto YouTube and I saw some of the videos that you've posted and we'll put that in the description too. And to me, I mean, you have a GoPro on your head and yeah. this just, I mean, like you said, these are like two hour odysseys and it's <laughs> wild. I mean, you know, you hear first, what you hear is like this whine, you know, this kind of whining sound from the electric bike, uh, which mm -hmm. is very, very unique. And then once in a while, you'll hear, you know, the the other dirt bikes uh, and their kind of growl, you know. Um, but what really got me was, you know, every once in a while, there'll be a choice word coming out of your mouth. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and, and also, like, it, 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 it seems like both mentally and physically, you're it, it can be really taxing. I mean, you're going, you know, yeah, there are some clear shots where you just go. In, you know, kind of like a field kind of setting, but uh, the vast majority of it seems to be these really, really narrow paths and you have mud, you have water, you have, you know, big like branches and, and pieces of tree and rocks and uh, uneven terrain. You're going by and, and I can see you're getting hit on the side by pieces of tree and stuff. Do you, how dangerous is it? Do you get hurt? Uh, do others get hurt, you know, going and doing this stuff? Uh, well, you can't get hurt. It's a, it's a fast sport, you know, things can happen. Uh, right. you know, but we, we wear a lot of protective gear. We have racing boots and helmets and flak jackets and elbow car, elbow guards and knee guards. So we try and minimize the, uh, you know, pain that we, we may inflict upon ourselves. Uh, most of the time you don't get hurt. You can okay. get hurt. You can get hurt seriously. Usually does not happen. Uh, okay. but it's always a risk. So and you have other people out there, you know, passing you and, you know, you're trying to pass people and other tr people are trying to pass you. And, and usually, you know, everybody knows pretty much what they're doing and it's, you know, pretty reasonable, but if you lose your balance or something and, you know, something happens, you can get kind of run over or hit somebody or get hit or whatever. So it happens. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, is there a specific season where you race and, and, and where are you racing? Uh, you know, it's usually in the spring, fall, summer, but there are races in the winter. There are certain series that run in the winter as well. So you can, you can race pretty much any time of the year. Uh, but it's, you know, they're all over the place, all over Kentucky, uh, all over Indiana, Tennessee, uh, just various, there's different series you can run. So there's a Kentucky cross country series that I ran last year in Kentucky. So it's various places in Kentucky. There's several series in Indiana. There's an Indiana cross country series, a uh, Southern Indiana series, uh, hard enduro series. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different ones up there. It's just a, a, a bigger sport in Indiana for whatever reason. Now, since you've been, you know, doing this with the electric bike, have you noticed? Um have any of the other riders kind of switched over or people starting to think that this is something that uh, they should also look at or get serious about? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm the only one that I've seen that has raced an electric bike in one of these races. And most of the time, if I go to a new series, you know, people are like, Oh, I've never seen one before. Uh, mm -hmm. so it is fairly unique, but 
you know, a, as time goes by, there's there's going to be more electric bikes come out. And as a matter of fact, there's one that they're just starting to come out with now. They're they're going to start manufacturing it later this year. It's called a Stark Varg. I think that's Swedish for strong bull. It's a brand okay. new company, brand new motorcycle, and it's it's a little bigger than my bike. Uh, it's a full size race bike, uh, more power, bigger battery, bigger suspension. It's made for motocross, and uh, and I already have a couple friends. I've already, I'm already planning on buying one when it comes out, and I've already have a fr- couple friends that are going to buy one as well. Oh, well, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, and I also assume like like cars that uh, and also like lawn equipment that it has to be a lot better for the environment uh, to be racing electric bikes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, even even the cost. You know, on a motorcycle, the cost is not you know drastic, but you know, if you run through a couple of gallons of gas on a on a motorcycle, you have the cost of the gas. Some people. Uh, will run race fuel, and then you've got to put oil in the gas if you've got a two-stroke. So that's another few bucks for the oil to put in it. You know, you could you could spend you know fifteen twenty bucks on on uh, gas for your motorcycle for the race. Whereas you know, I I charge a couple batteries, and I think for me it's I think I calculated it to be like sixty or seventy cents. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty uh, dramatic. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, is there anything else that you kind of wanted to talk about uh, before we uh, let folks where they you know know where they can go to learn more? Uh, well, you know, just that uh, it's been really fun. Uh, one of the things I was you know I wasn't able to ride one of these motorcycles before I bought it. I had to uh, order one uh, before I actually rode it. But one of the things I, I read about that stuck out in my mind when people were reviewing it was it's just fun and. And that sold me right there because, you know, I've raced for years. I've tinkered with motorcycles. I've, I've, you know, tried to get more power out of them, tried to, you know, do this and do that. And I tell my buddies, it's like, I don't really want to do that anymore. I don't want to do maintenance. I don't want to tinker. I don't want to try and make it more powerful. And some people like to do that. That's fine. I used to do that. But really, I just want to ride. And, and this is just really fits me well. Right. You can just swing your your leg over the bike, go riding, and of course you still have tires and chains and uh, various things like that. But you know you can go ride it, pull it in the garage, plug it in, and it's ready to go again. And uh, and that that really is is what I like. You know, being fifty six years old, uh, I just want to go out and ride and have fun and have a good time with my buddies, you know? Yeah, no, that's great. And I imagine also like you're out in nature. So, um, you know, the, the, the gas and oil, you know, you have that smell. So, uh, you don't have any of that. You don't have right. any of that with, with electric bike, which is nice. Um, yeah. so, um, okay. So where can folks go to learn more about this? I know that you have a, a YouTube channel where they can see some of your videos. Uh, yeah. If you just look up my name, Ed Fessler, uh, you'll find my YouTube channel. Uh, that's uh, F-E-S-S-L-E-R. And uh, I've got quite a few videos on there, some of my races that I've done. And I also have a, a video comparing uh, my electric bike that I race to my full-size gas race bike. And I have a course here on my property that uh, is about two, uh, three and a half miles long or so. And uh, I go around that course as fast as I can with both motorcycles with my GoPro. And I put them side by side and basically doing a virtual race to see which one is faster. Oh, that's very cool. 
Yeah, that's really neat. Yeah. And if you if you look at the ele- my electric bike, it's it's really made more as a play bike. It's not really ra- made to race. So it's pretty peppy up to about 30 miles an hour. Uh, and then it, it kind of tapers off to about really about 45 is all it'll do. But when you're ra- racing in the woods, you rarely go faster than, you know, 45, 50 right. miles an hour. Uh, right. So really, it's it's good enough. And uh, even though it's not a race bike, I still race it. And it's still, it's made very well. It, it does quite well. Uh, so, you know, it's it's a little unusual that I'm trying to race it. That's probably why I'm probably the only one out there doing it. Uh, but it is kind of interesting when I come up behind people. You know, I've got a little horn on it. And sometimes I'll beep the horn before I come up behind somebody because when I don't, They'll tell me later, it's like, oh, my gosh, you came around me and scared me to death because I didn't hear you back there. They you didn't know? hear you. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, thank you so much. This has really been wonderful. You know, I mean, we, we really try to shine a light on all EVs. And uh, this is something really cool that you're doing. I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stu's EV Universe. I would like to thank Eden Unger for creating the artwork and the music for this episode. Remember, please rate, review, subscribe, and share, as that's the only way we can continue to grow. Now you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash EVU. Remember, the EV revolution runs on your energy. I'm Stuart Unger. See you next time.